Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Tafresh Lamites. We are up to Siv Zayin, the third line on page 210. The Machaber says in Sevzayin Hoyoshain Viyordu Gishomim Balaila, person was sleeping in the sukkah and it started raining at night. So he moved into the house and then the rain stopped. So the halach is Ein Matrichin Oso Lavsor Lasukka Kol Oso Halaila. We're not Matrichin, we don't burden him to go back to the sukkah the whole night. Rather, he stays and he sleeps in his house until the morning. The Ramah says, Until the morning, and he wakes up. And then the Ramah says, One who is sleeping in a sukkah, and it starts raining, it's unlike when he's eating and it starts raining, where he has to evaluate if he had a certain dish, if it would get ruined by that amount of rain. He does not require such an evaluation when it comes to sleeping to be gishomim muatim have a lishon shom Once it's raining a little bit, that's already tsar when it comes to sleeping and you're able to leave. So when it comes to eating or doing other activities, you have to evaluate how much rain there is exactly if it would ruin a dish if you had it. So there has to be a certain amount of rain. When it comes to sleeping there, we say any small amount of rain is already a tsar for sleeping and you're allowed to go out of the sukkah. The Ramah ends up and tells us, Anyone who is potter from the sukkah and he doesn't leave, he does not get schar. And he's also considered a hediot. He's a fool. He's a simpleton. And when one goes out of the sukkah because of the rain, he shouldn't kick the sukkah and go out. He should go out humbly. Like a servant who's pouring a cup for his Rebbe, for his master, and the master goes ahead and pours it in his face. So by making it rain in the sukkah, Hashem shows he's not interested in your service, and therefore you walk out of the sukkah in a humble manner, and you don't kick the sukkah. Says the Mishabura back on page 210 of Katan Lamitas, again the first halacha of the Mechaber was a person is sleeping in the sukkah and it starts raining. Says the Mishabura, Says the Mishabura, this halacha of the Mechaber that he was sleeping in the sukkah and it rained so he went into the house. And then it stops raining that when Amat Yechem to go out is Lav Davka that he started with the sleeping in the sukkah. Even if it was raining when he wanted to go to sleep, so he started his sleeping in the house, the same halacha applies, that if the rain stops, we're not matriachim to go out to the sukkah as well. It's talking about where he already lied down. The Mishibura here brings to the Magad Avram that this that when Amat Shriachim to go out to the sukkah again is dafka if he lied down already. But if he didn't yet lie down, so then he would have to go back to the sukkah. If you look in the Sharetzion and Os Ayin Vav, he writes, V'afilu im shokha Even if he did lie down, but he was still in his clothing, Gamkin yeishlomar de'ein tzarech lamod v'lelech la-sukkah. The Prima Gadim says that even if he still has his clothing on, but he lied down, he would not have to go out to the sukkah. Achim b'matzah shakal mistapik v'zeh. The matzah shakal mistapik about that. He says, maybe just getting up when your clothes are still on, maybe that's not a tircha. Maybe if you didn't change your clothing, you just lie down, maybe you would have to go out. 
Ayin Shom v'chei v'bikur Yaakov, the fact was that the Bikur Yaakov also takes issue with this primigodim. But if you look in the next Sharat Sion, in Ayin Zion, he writes another primigodim, Kostav v'primigodim, Kishaposhat v'godov, if he took his clothing off already, changed into his pajamas, Yeshlomar, then we could say, Da'akshilo shokhav adayin, even if he didn't lie, lie down yet, Torah lulbo shvilelech lasukkah, that's going to be already a burden to change back into his clothes and go out to the sukkah. Ubibukure Yaakov mistape gambazayin, shodav kuryakov mistape about this as well. If we put the two Sharat seals together where he's calling the Primigodim, the Primigodim tells us, besides that which the Mogad Avram says that the Mishabura brings down, that Dabka, when he was lying down already, that's why he doesn't have to go out, but if he didn't lie down yet, he has to go out. The Primigodim says, really, there's two possibilities of not having to go out. Either you lie down, even if you're still in your clothes, or you changed into your pajamas, even though you didn't lie down yet. So either one of those... A tirchus would be enough according to the Primigodim. The other Achorim that we saw in the Shatz, you don't have about it. The Mishavur doesn't really get involved in that. He just brings the Magen Avram that says, if you lie down, so then you don't have to go out. Again, the Primigodim says, it's lie down even if you're in your clothes, or if you change your clothes, even if you didn't lie down, that would be enough as well. But the Mishavur continues in Sifkat and Mem, in the second line, Ubesefer Bigde Yesha Vechem Mordechai Misapkim So the Bigde Yesha and the Mordechai are Misupuk about if you really need that the person lie down already, it could be it's enough once you went through the burden of bringing in your pillows and cushions from the sukkah to the house, it's possible it wouldn't be much you again to bring it outside. So we have here three very clear shittas. According to the Magen Avram, it has to be that you lie down. The Primagadim says, even if you didn't lie down, but you change your clothing, you also won't have to go out. And then we have the big Yeshua and Mordechai. Could be you didn't change your clothing, you didn't lie down. Just the fact that you brought in all the sleeping things that you need in the sukkah, you brought them into the house, that itself is a tirchot to bring out. And even if you didn't lie down, you didn't change your clothing, you would not have to go back to the sukkah because of that tirchot. Continues the Mishavura Vaita and Sifkat and Al of Lachsar La Sukkah. We said again that if the rain stops, we're not much you to go back out to the sukkah. The same thing would apply one who's sleeping in the sukkah that has a letin, which a targum in the bottom points out it's a gag me alaschach, it's a roof that's covering the schach, and nizgar that you close it during the rain. So one who's lying in a sukkah and it's covered with this covering over the schach, and during the rain, they obviously covered that roof. And then the rain stops. So near it appears, So it appears, says the Meshavu, that you would not have to go on top of the schach to open up that roof that you closed during the rain. That's a tircha. But if you're able to open that roof from being in the sukkah through some kind of ropes, then you would have to get up from your bed in order to open it up. That's only a little tircha, not a tzair. To summarize, you have this roof that's covered over your schach for the rain, and the rain stops, so if you have to go onto the roof to open it up, that's a tircha, you wouldn't have to do that, you can continue sleeping with the covering over the schach. But if you could just stand up and do it from within the sukkah, then the Mishabura says you would have to do that, that's not considered enough of a tircha to patio midin mitzta'er. Now if you look in the Sharetzion on Ayin Ches, he writes, 
that this Mishaburah is talking about when you're sleeping. But if you're in the middle of eating, it could be even if you have to climb on top of the schach to open it up, that if it's during your suda, you would have to do that. Because that's not such a tircha, meaning to go from your house back out to your sukkah, that's a bigger tircha. But if you're in your sukkah and you have a roof covering it just to climb onto the roof during your sukkah to uncover it, so that's not as much of a tircha, so it's efshir that one would be required to do that and not have the tour that he has while he's sleeping, that he doesn't have to go onto the schach. It could be if he's eating, he would have to go onto the schach to open up this roof that's covering his schach. Continues the Mishabura Zakadam and Bez. Yoshim the Bez, so we said he could stay in his house sleeping until Amura Shachar. Vafilum Hekits ain't Sarach Lalos Lasukah Balaila. Even if he wakes up in the middle of the night, he doesn't have to go out to the sukkah. Sifkatam and Gimel, the Yeor Mishnah, so not only does he wait, not only can he wait till the morning, he can also wait till he wakes up in the morning. Pirish, Me'atzma, that he wakes up on his own. The ain't Sarach Lakitso, you do not need to wake him up. He also doesn't have to appoint someone that's going to be in charge of waking him up when it becomes light outside. He can stay sleeping till it gets light and until he wakes up in the morning. That is totally fine. So we said anyone who's potter doesn't leave. We'll see more details of mitzayir later. He is called one of the Hadyotos. Says the Mishabura Memhei Kavachomer Bezelu Misha Rotzel Lahachmir. So if it's a person who's in the Sukkah, he's a Hadyot if he doesn't leave, so certainly one who wants to be Machmir Keshi Yordim Gesham and while it's raining, Velelech La Sukkah. He wants to now go to the Sukkah. Ulevarech Shama Motzi Obirgas Leshiva Sukkah. He wants to make the brachas of Amotzi and Leshiva Sukkah. And then to finish eating in the house, that would be a brachal of atala. Even if you would eat in the sukkah achilas kava, that would be a brachal of atala. Which we'll do shortly. So the Mishnah Bura is saying that if the Ramos talking about a person who is in the sukkah already and he doesn't leave when he's potter, so that's going to be considered a hediotos. So certainly one who is outside the sukkah and he's going to go bedafka during the rain to eat in the sukkah, that would be certainly considered a hediot, and that would be a brachal vatalo to make a leishiv sukkah while it is raining. Before we get to the bialachos on page kufav, I'd like to read one note, and that is note number forty-seven. Going on that which the Mishabura said, that you don't have to wake him up in the morning. If he's still sleeping from moving into the house because of the rain, you can let him sleep till he wakes up. So no 47 says, One who falls asleep outside the sukkah. For example, in Shul, The Chai says, You have to wake him up. Any moment that a person is sleeping because he wasn't careful not to fall asleep, he's doing an Isra and you have to wake him up. However, you do not need to wake up someone that fell asleep by accident. By falling asleep by accident, he was not over any Avera. And one who's sleeping is not a Barachiyuva at that point. And he's part of the Mitzvah, so you have no reason to wake him up. He argues with the Benish Chai and Rabbi Yashiv. Me'idach, on the other hand, this in Kirelot, Sha'odom she'takfoso she'na, bebeis ha'medjesh o'benesiyah ba'derech, 
A person who fell asleep in the base medrash, or while he was traveling, he was a passenger in the car, hopefully he wasn't driving, and he falls asleep, that's totally fine. Shu ke'intaduru. That's teishu ke'intaduru. Vivnei she'kach hoyonoi b'shayim osashono. Since a person who is learning in the base medrash, and he gets very tired, he puts his head down for a few minutes in the base medrash, he doesn't go to his house to go to sleep in his bed. So the same way that he lives in his house, that he'll sleep a few moments in the base measures as he's falling asleep during his learning. So he's able to do that on sukkahs as well. And so to a person traveling in a car, he doesn't have to fight to sleep. Because a person when he's traveling also falls asleep when he's living in his house. He doesn't go back to his house. He falls asleep on the road. So he can also fall asleep on the road during sukkahs. That is what Rav Nisan says. Now let's go to the Bir Alachos over here on page Kufa. First we'll do the Ramaska Vachala Patam and Asuka. The Bir Alacha in the next two pieces is coming to answer a question that the Mafarshim asked that the Ramah says over here that anyone who's Patam and Asuka and doesn't go out from there, he's called a Hediot, he's called a fool. Yet we know we learned earlier the Ramah told us that if a person uh, doesn't have to go to the sukkah for water or other foods and he's Machmir, so Tavola Bracha. So how do we Work out these two things. On the one hand, when you're potter from sukkah and you go to the sukkah, so that's meshubach. On the other hand, if you're potter from a sukkah and you stay in the sukkah, so then you call the hediot. So when is the call that raises meshubach? When do you call the hediot? Explains the Biralocha, first line, When the Ramos says that you're a hedyo, that is specifically talking about a case where there is a tzad of iser. Like a person who's mitzar, it's raining, so he's being machalo yontav, he's not having a proper simchas yontav by being mitzar, he's, he's painting himself. And even on chalamoid, he's mechuyiv to be mechabed uh, the yontav. But if he's not being mitzta'er, so then he's allowed to be machmir. Kamo Rabban Gamliel, like the Gemara says about Rabban Gamliel, shehichmir al atzmo b'tulisha mayim. He was machmir himself on a jug of water. V'amar halum l'sukkah. And he said, bring it up to the sukkah. So therefore, it says the Mishabura, when there's tzar involved and there's a tzar isra, that's when you call the hediot. But stam your potter and you want to drink water in the sukkah and you go in there, then it's a praiseworthy trait. Continues the Be'alacha. In the next of Ramaskal Hadyotos, I am a Mishabura. The Kosta Besevi Bikoyakov nearly it appears to me the Mada, I mean in Sha'inu Elamaisa Hadyotos, the Inamakabal Sakhar, that which Ramah says over here. That you're from the fools and you don't get schar, Zedafka Kisha Potter Beisa Yeshiva. That's only if you're potter at the time of sitting in the sukkah. Kigon Shem Mitzar Vikadom, like a case of Mitzar. Ube Prapigisham, and specifically by rain. Kavan Shahim Kishvichas Kosal Ponov. It's like the Master Hashem pouring water on your face. Shiravu Herolo Shain Rotsa Bavadaso. Your Master Hashem is showing you he doesn't want your service. You're forcing your master to have you serve him. He doesn't want it. Change the derech That's not proper. So that's when you're minahedyotos. But a person who just potter from the sukkah because it's too much of a tircha to go back out back out to the sukkah. So, for example, like we've been discussing. In the earlier sifim, that he's in the middle of eating a suda and he went into the house because of the rain, and the rain stops, he doesn't have to go out. Or like in this, if he was sleeping and it started raining, he went to the house, and rain stops, he doesn't have to go out. So there, if it's only because 
of Tircha to go back to the Sukkah, over Holech La Sukkah's Chavero, your Sukkah falls down and it's a Tircha to go to your friend's Sukkah, Lazde Yesh Kibul Sachar Alav. There you would get Schar, to Logora Mishosa Mayim Basukkah. That's no worse than drinking water in the Sukkah. Darmina Nareza Meshubach, Ashapadam and Adin. So if you're potter from drinking water and you drink the water in the sukkah, it's a reza meshubach. So it's the same thing over here. You're potter from going to the sukkah because it's a tircha. But you go to the sukkah, so you get you would get schar if you're not chayiv to go to the sukkah and you go to the sukkah. But to the same the sukkah when it's when it's raining and and you mitzta'er and Hashem is saying I don't want you in the sukkah, so then already you stay in the sukkah. Then you're minah hadiotos. I'd like to look at note number forty-eight. In No. 48, he says, from the Bira Lochitz, Mashmash, Shebemesha, Koyeme, Asukos, Nechshovim, Hageshovim, Keshvichas, Kos, Miyara, Kadesh, Baruchu. It's Mashmash from the Bira Locha, that all the days of Sukkot is considered when it rains as if Hashem is throwing the cup of water in your face. Keshvichas, Kos, Miyara, Kadesh, Baruchu, Shemarish, Enerotsev, Yeshivas, Yisrael, Basukot, Hashem is showing, he doesn't want Klaes on the Sukkot. Achein de Chedushi a Ritva in Tainus, Kosta Veshem Rabbeinu Ephraim. The Ritva brings Veshem Rabbeinu Ephraim. Sherak Belel Rishon Nechshavim Him Keshvichas Kos. He says it's after the first night. That's when it's considered uh, 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 the master pouring the water in the Evet's face. Vikosta Veni writes, Shemi Pashtas Loshin HaMishnah. From the simple reading of the Mishnah, Nira Da'at Veshayim Osachad Nechshavim Keshvichas Kos. The Mishnah doesn't differentiate. It sounds like it's talking about all the days of Sukkot. Ubir Habikure Yaakov. Shetamo Shrabeno Ephraim. The reason for Rabbeinu Ephraim why it's only the first night is if Neshirak Balaila Rishon Yeshchiv Lechav Asukah. It's because the first night is the only time that it's a Chiv feed in the Sukkah. So if it rains, that's like the master throwing the water in your face. Lufikach Yeridas Hagashamim Hisimin She'ein Avodasein Rutsuya. When we have a Chiv, Hashem is stopping us. He shows us he's not happy with our Avodah. Mashi'enki Mishayim Echad She'efshe Shalolechol Machal Mochiyam Asukah. The rest of sukkahs, as we learned, you don't even have to eat foods that will require you to sit in the sukkah. So the rain is not a sign of anything. I don't have to do the mitzvah of sukkah. That is how the Bikuriakov explains the sheet of the Rabbeinu Ephraim, that it's only considered like the master pouring the water if it's on the first day, because that's when there's a chiyuv. All the other days, I'm not required to eat there anyway, so the rain doesn't have any effect on me. Achain, however, cause of the Bikur Yaakov, the Bikur Yaakov writes, Shemeachar shenifsak la'alocha kedeya sheyiridas vishom and balayla rishon eno poteres misbesukah. After we learned from the Ramah, and we paskin that when it rains the first night, you're not part of from the sukkah. Im kein ain yiridasam balayla zemore she'ain ritzono b'yeshivaseinu. Therefore, it says the Bikur Yaakov, if it rains the first night, that doesn't show that Hashem is not happy with our sitting there. Because we're chayav to sit there anyway. Then we get more schar. Says the Bikur Yaakov, once we have the Ramah that tells us that Mitzayir is not part of the first night, we'll have to eat there in the rain. So that's like the that's not that's not like the master pouring the water and saying I don't want your service because we're mechuyev Hashem wants our service fakirat Hashem is giving us more schar by doing the service he he was mechayev us to do the service even if it rains so you can't say that's like a master pouring the water in the face and therefore according to the Ramah Zatu Bikur Yaakov the moshul of the mission would be going dafka on the other days of Sukkot so Rabbeinu Ephraim was just dafka the first day and the Bikur Yaakov was learning in the Ramah that it's dafka the other days not the first day. The host of the Bikur Yaakov adds on, Shabbat Sefer Chemdas Yomim Kosov, the Sefer Chemdas Yomim writes, Sherakim lo yordu gishomim lefnei hachag. 
It's dafka if it wasn't raining before the Chag. All of a sudden, when Sukkot starts, all of a sudden it gets very cloudy. And it starts raining. Then it's like Shvichas Kos. Because the rain just started now when you're about to do your mitzvah. But if it was raining the whole day before, and it continued raining into the evening, that's not considered like the master pouring the water in the Evet's face. That concludes Sif Zayin. Now let's begin Sif Ches. The Mechaber says in Sif Ches, we're in the last couple of lines on page Kovav, Nogu she'ein mevarachin ala sukkah elu bishas achila. The Mechaber says the minute is that we don't make a broch on the sukkah except at the time of eating. And the Ramah says, V'hochi nog, that is the minute. Says the Mishabura in Sif Kotan then Vav. Ratzalomer means to say, after Medina de Gemara, even though in the Ikr din of the Gemara, Ladas Poskim Rishonim, according to the Poskim Rishonim, Kishabeirach Basukah, when a person made a Leisha Basukah, Viyoto Lasos Inyono, when he went out to take care of some things he had to take care of, Velo Lachs or Tekev, he didn't have in mind to return right away, Be'inyon Shahoya Yitzia Gemura, in such a way that it was a complete Yitzia from the Sukkah. So the Meila, if it was a complete Yitzhiya, his mind went off the Mitzvah of Sukkah. When he comes back afterwards, he'll have to make a Dubracha. Even a hundred times a day, possibly he'll have to make a Leisha Sukkah. Even if he's not going to be eating, he has to make a bracha. Because even just the sitting or the staying in the sukkah is a mitzvah itself. Because that's ke'ain But this new bracha that we're saying is required each time you go into the sukkah is specifically if it was a yitzir gemura, a complete yitzir. Kamoshi Gasad, like we wrote before. Avalim Yotza Lasso Strachah, but if you went out to use the restroom, Olahavi Darla Sukkah, just to bring something to the Sukkah, Ain Saruch Lavarech. He doesn't need a new bracha, Sharei Lovas Yadaito. There he was not Messiadas. So the first point that the Mishabura is saying at the end of the skinny lines on page Kovav is that according to the postcard we shown him, any time a person makes the Yetzir Gemur from a sukkah and he comes back in, it doesn't matter what he's doing, whether he's eating, or he's sitting, or he's standing, he'll always have to make a new bracha, he can make possibly a hundred brachas a day. Mikom Akum, but still says the Mishabura, Kol Ha'olam, Minah Kol Olam Kedasa, postcard in the middle of everyone, is like the postcard, She'ena Mavarachim Ela Bishas Achilo, is that we only make a bracha of Leisha Basuka at the time of eating. Even if a person is going to be sitting in the sukkah for an hour before eating, he does not make a bracha. The svirulu, because they hold the bracha shemivarachin acharkach al haachila, that the bracha you'll make an hour later on the eating, hipoteres hakol. That pater is everything you did in the sukkah, shehiya ikir, because the eating is the ikir. The bracha you make on the achila patters the sleeping and the walking and the learning because all these other things are tougher to the eating. So we have on the one hand the postcard where we show them that say every time you go into the sukkah after you see a gemur you require a new bracha. And then we have the minigolom is like the postcard that say you only make a bracha on the achila. So 
Kosu Achronim, the Achronim write, the Nochon Hadover Lotzeis Gam Das Aposkemari Shonim. So the best thing is that it's proper to be Yotze even the sheet of the Aposkemari Shonim. By doing what? Velo Yeshev Kach Beli Bracha. Not to sit in the sukkah at all without a bracha. Vialkain and therefore take up the vow mebeisak knesses. Immediately when you come back from shul, yevarich al davar shehu mechamisha minim. Eat something that's from the five grains, mezonos. Viyocham imenu ad yosem mikabeitza and eat from it a little bit more than the size of kabeitza. Viyevarich leishavasukah make a leishavasukah. Vilo yevarich arakah b'shas achila and the achila you'll have an hour later after being in the sukkah of that hour. You will not make a bracha on the new Achiva because it's still part of one yeshiva that you made a bracha before. So the Mishnah Guru is saying that we can really be Yotzi everyone. On the one hand, we have the Shita of the Poskumari Shonim that say every time you go into the sukkah, you need a bracha no matter what you're doing. Then we have the Minnega Olam that you only make the bracha on the Achil even if it's an hour later. So the Mishnah Guru says the Eitz is to be Yotzi everything is that any time you're going to the sukkah just to be there for an hour before you're going to eat is eat. Eat now. Eat a kebetza plus of Mizonos, make a Leishabah that covers everything you can do in the Sukkah, including your Achiva later. Continues the Mishra, Buras of Kodem Emzayin, Elo Bishas, again, the Machaber said that the Minuk is that we only make the Baruch of Leishabah Sukkah, Bishas Achila, the Inbeirach Pam Achas, Bishas Achila, and if a person made the Baruch one time during the Achila, Velo Yotza Misukoso Lasos Asokov, and he did not leave the Sukkah to take care of any of his business, and even if he left his sukkah, but he only left having a mind to come back right away. He does not need to make a second leishav sukkah. If he didn't do it, he just went out quickly having a mind to come back right away. He does not need a new bracha. Even if he goes ahead and eats a second suda. Since it's all one mitzvah, so even though he left just for a few moments, having a mind to come back right away, between the two sudas, he would not need a new Lashay Basukkah. And therefore, it comes out is, One who sits all day in the Sukkah, and he sleeps at night in the Sukkah, and he doesn't leave for anything, only having a mind to come back right away, he only needs to make the bracha during the first achila. And afterwards, he doesn't need a bracha. And the Shatzion of Peches points out, Even if this lasts all seven days, he's constantly in the sukkah, he's only leaving for a couple of moments each time, having das to come back, he would make one bracha the entire seven days of sukkahs. But in the second to last line, the Mishaburu continues and says, "V'yesh Omer." There are those who say, "Dekev and Shiyotza beintayim." Since the Ma'aser he went out in between, Afilu al das lachzur miyad. Even though he had in mind to come back right away, Tzarech levarech b'shas achilu shnia. He will still need to make another bracha during the second achila. So though the Mishaburu first brought down that if you come back right away with that das. So you don't have to make another bracha for another suda or for anything else you're doing in the sukkah, possibly up to all seven days. There is this other sheet that says that if you went out, even having a mind to come back in, and now you come back for a separate achila, then you would have to make a separate leishev asukkah on a new achila. You did a yitzir gemura. You went to take care of business. You went out to shul to daven. 
There, everyone agrees, you have to make another bracha during your second achilah. The whole machlokas that we just had is when you only went out for a few moments and have him to come back in, that's where it's a machlokas, if you can have a new suda, if you need a new bracha. But the Mishabur ends up and says that if you're doing a Yitzhiyah Gemura, then you for sure need a new bracha. And the Sharetzion, which we're not going to read inside, and Sadi Aleph, he discusses at this last point that he says in the Mishabur that according to everyone, you need a new bracha. That's only if you went out to shul and you're coming back and having a separate suda, a new suda. As the Mishavur writes, the Kuliyama Tzarech Levarach B'Shas Achil Shnia, that's if a, new, it's a new suda. But he points out, based on what the post can write, that if you go out to shul and you make a Yitzhiya Gemura, but you're coming back to your same suda, then he says you would not make a bracha. So you'd only make a bracha when you're doing this Yitzhiya Gemura to go daven and shul, and you're coming back for a new suda, then he says that according to everyone, you need a new bracha. But Zod HaShashion, if you're going out in the middle of your Suda, for Yitzhiya Gemura to Davin, so then you come back to your original Suda, then he says you would not make a bracha by Shabbat We will stop here, and we'll continue with Hashem with this simon uh, in the next year. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Davin Shas, including Myron McClamus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.